Hi guys, welcome back to Two Broads Mini Pods. Today it's just me, which is Kayla, for those of you who don't recognize my voice. Um, and if you don't know Two Broads whatsoever, I am Kayla, one of the Two Broads on Two Broads. And on this season, we have done a new thing, which is mini pods. It's fairly new. This is literally episode two of our mini pod series and it is exactly how it sounds it is a mini pod which is a mini version of a regular podcast of two broads um so now that we got our intros out of the way shameless plug two broads on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, and instagram t-o-o-b-r-o-a-d-s go search us up and now we're gonna get into today's serious topic of not wanting to have children. Yes, I I know Jenna might say otherwise because I know that she wants kids, but I am definitely on that child-free life. And I, yeah, I just don't want kids. I think they're sticky and gross and they really bother me. And I don't, I know some people are like this too. Like when you see a kid and some, like sometimes just them being there is uncomfortable. I had a situation I think it was like a month ago and my boyfriend and I were at this pizza place and we went there just to get some good old chicken noodle soup and pizza. And there's this little girl. So where we were sitting is it's a connected booth, right? So it's all like one long booth, but then there's separate tables and like chairs. So that way, you know, there's privacy within that shared booth on one side. And we were in the very first one closest to the door. And then it was this little girl and her mom sitting like on the opposite end. So like they were the last ones, which was closer to the checkout counter. And this little girl ran all the way up, like along the booth. And Keaton is on this booth side and I'm sitting on the opposite side of the table in front of him on a chair. Thank God. And this little girl runs up all along the booth and is probably like, I would say, like not even two feet away from Keaton. And we're the conversation we were having. I'm not going to go into detail, but like. I wouldn't be talking about that stuff around a kid. And it was like personal stuff. And it was like a private conversation. Like I would feel uncomfortable if it was an adult, a teenager, but like a child just standing there. And I'm like, oh my God. And she was just staring at us. And it was just, I don't know. I get so uncomfortable around kids, but also they irritate me so much that like, I hate when kids are just running around and their parents aren't paying attention. Like, ah. I don't even know. Like, I'm not saying I hate kids, but like they really bother me. So she was just standing there and I was like, I'm literally about to yank this girl off the booth by her hair. Again, I would never, I would never do that. But the mom wasn't even doing anything. Like she was just sitting down eating her pizza and she was like, come over here. Like, no, like no force, not force, but like no There was no mom tone in her voice. It was like, come back over here, like eat your food. And this little girl was just staring at us. And I literally just look at her and I'm like, bruh, why? Like, please go, please go. And Keaton's like, oh, she's not doing anything. Like, I don't really care. But I'm I'm just unbelievably so uncomfortable. And I don't know if anyone else feels that way when there's kids around. But unless they're like 
kids in my family that I know, I just really don't like being around them. Like if I worked in a daycare, I think I'd go absolutely bonkers because I just I don't understand their mannerisms when they just stand there and stare deeply into your soul or they just act out for no reason. I don't get it and I don't love it. So I don't want them in my life. And for as long as I can remember, I would tell my family that I didn't want kids. And at this, like, I think the earliest time I told them, I believe I was in middle school. And at first, it was kind of just the birthing pregnancy process where that made me a little scared of it. But there was no inkling in me that wanted to be maternal other than to a dog. So it's not something that I really wanted and it wasn't something I desired and it didn't look appealing to me. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, they get pregnant, suffer for a night, not even like, oh, the beautiful process of pregnant. I'm like, no, they suffer for nine months and then suffer for the rest of their lives. Like why... When you put it that way, do you still want it? Because I don't. And my family would talk about adoption, you know, if I was like still scared about birthing and stuff like that. But I think it's just motherhood in general is not made for me. And I might be too selfish to be a mom, to be so honest. Like when you're in a relationship, you already have to be you know, love unconditionally, you know, share, sharing is caring. But when you have kids, it's like nothing is your own, not even time. Your belongings are theirs. Like they want to touch everything. Like you, they're all you think about in your mind because you have to be a mother to them. You have to parent. And like that itself, it just sounds so exhausting and tiring and it again not desirable. So those are just a couple of the reasons why I don't want to have kids, but I'm going to tell you guys about like why other people might not want them and the only credible source that I have is Reddit. But you know what? Reddit is credible because these people are real people sharing their real life experiences. So what's better than reading these people's personal diary entries on Reddit? So a couple of the Reddit threads that I'm going to bring up is, well, actually, I think only one. It's called Regretful Parenthood. 1010 recommend. A great read. A great book. Um, There's also one that's called Child Free, which is them basically talking about like their lifestyle, I think. Um, And then there's On the Fence. And that one, I'm not going to be... Kayla, speak English. Yes. I'm not going to be bringing that one up, but it brings up good points for people who are in the same situation where they're not exactly sure if they want kids or if they don't. And like people just talk about it, you know, some of the pros and cons, I guess. Again, a great read. So um, I'll be bringing a couple of the stories that I read on there. Um, But actually, I just remembered the one thing that I wanted to bring up in this podcast because I thought it was really interesting and Keaton had brought it up to me is that there's this thing called antinatalism and I would not call myself an antinatalist by any means but this I guess is just a group of people a belief that they hold that they believe 
that having kids is basically immoral because in the grand scheme of things, no person on this earth is going to feel positivity and love and acceptance 24-7. They're, they're going to feel negative emotions as soon as they're a baby, you know? All the negative things that you felt growing up, they're going to feel them too. People can experience heartbreak, bullying, friendship loss, like, you know, death of a family member. There are so many things that go on in this world because it's so dark and there's so much evil that you cannot protect your children from that as much as you would want to and as much as you want to be, um, you know, protective of them and shield them from all the negative things in the world. It's inevitable. You're never going to be able to protect them from the things of the world. And they're going to be disappointed. They're going to get taken advantage of because some, you know, you're going to be naive, think people are kind. You know, they're going to experience all kinds of struggles that you can think of. If you felt them, they're going to feel it too. So that's why they think that it's not you sh that you shouldn't have kids because it's immoral to know that by giving birth to this child, you know that they're going to feel those things too, but you proceed with it anyways. So I personally thought that was really interesting. And I really wanted to bring that up today because I had never heard of it. Um, but it's a, honestly, they bring up really good points. So if that's you, there's a name for it. All right. So Reddit, everyone's favorite. I don't really read Reddit threads, but I feel like there's a lot of good information on there. And like I said, it kind of feels like you're reading people's diaries in a sense. And people go on there to rant, vent, I guess those are the same thing, discuss, whatever. Um, but something that I've noticed it, on the regretful parenthood thread is that a lot of them end up regretting it because they they realize that it was glamorized, like parenthood was glamorized. And people say, you know, oh, it, it's so fulfilling. And, you know, you're going to love it. And even though, you know, your pregnancy is, you know, kicking you in the butt now, like you're, it's all going to come together. And then it doesn't. And then you basically just set yourself up for disappointment. And not saying that that can't happen in different scenarios. But a lot of the reason that people feel this way is because they were set up. And you should already know that when you're going to have a baby, it's going to be tough work. There are a ton of financial stuff involved. Like I, I Googled it and babies, like just in the first year, it can cost, I think probably as low as $10,000, but can maximize up from there. And I think the average is like 12, 14K or something like that, which essentially is an additional on top of you or if you have pets or, you know, your partner, it's an additional like couple thousand a month. And, you know, babies are really expensive and people, unless you are in the most ideal situation where you do plan this, you don't really know what finances are for a baby until you have that child. Um, and again, when you are in that ideal situation where you and your partner or just you are planning to have a, a kid, you know, you don't really know what you're getting into. And people also realize that or they they finally see 
that it's a responsibility that you have for a lifetime. And I and I said it earlier, like it's hard enough, or maybe I didn't say it, I don't remember, but it's hard enough taking care of yourself and you know, when you have a partner, taking care of that partner and vice versa, like you're never going to be able to get rid of that responsibility until God forbid something happens to that child. But it's hard and it's really difficult. And people don't really see the kind of scenarios that you're put in until you are in that situation yourself. When we're talking about regretful parenthood, regret is a very strong word. And like my mother has said, you know, I don't ever regret having you guys and blah, 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 which obviously why would she? Because she gave birth to me. Um, You're welcome. But when they say regret, they're not saying that they don't love their kids because another common thing that I see with all these threads, they love their child till the ends of the earth, you know, but they regret having the kids that um, or regret having kids because they don't, they didn't realize that their whole life was going to be taken away because they were set up for the whole, oh, it's going to be so fulfilling. It's going to be the best thing ever. But they never knew what they were actually getting into because people don't want other people to see the struggles of their life. They want to paint this perfect picture. And people do the same things in relationships. They don't want to tell their friends that, oh, actually, I'm unhappy. They want their friends to see, oh, I have a perfect life. They want social media to see that they're having a perfect life. But nobody wants to talk about the hourly cries in the middle of the night, having to sacrifice everything that you have having to sacrifice a social life, having to give up everything that you dreamed of because you are now a parent. And it's a lot of false hope that they're given from these other parents. And they wish they had their old life back, but then, you know, they're never going to be that same person. Um, So even though they love the kid so, 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 so much, there's always going to be something that they remember from their old life before they became a mom or a dad and wish for that back. It's also harder on parents that have kids who um, may have disabilities. And that's like, there's a lot of parents that have that struggle on Reddit. And it's just a lot tougher than what they would have imagined. And again, They love the kid, but it's just so hard on them. It's so difficult. And even though people are like, yeah, it's hard, but I love them. Like they really, they don't want to open their, the, the kitchen windows to let people see what really is going on and how mentally and physically tiring it can be on the parent. Um, another thing that is kind of sad is that A lot of these parents felt pressured by their partner. And when you're in a serious relationship, I don't understand how people can not talk about those things. When you're just in your dating stages, like not fiance, not married, whatever, and you're just in a serious relationship, I don't understand how kids and marriage isn't brought up. Like, how do you get engaged and then have the child conversation 
Like, I feel like that should happen before because I don't know why take the extra step to even get engaged if you don't even know if this person's life uh, is going to align with yours, like their aspirations, their goals. And if it's, if you guys are on the opposite ends of the spectrum, then it's not, there's sometimes there's no way for you to meet in the middle. If someone doesn't want a kid and the other one does, how, where's the compromise? There is no compromise. One person has to be pushed to the other side. You, there, there's no meeting in the middle. Again, accidents happen. If you're in the ideal situation where you can plan for this, then yes, you'll have that conversation. But also when that does occur and you know you might get pregnant like during your relationship on accident, you still have that conversation of, do we want this baby? Are we putting it up for adoption? Are we looking at other options? And a story that I read on Reddit kind of gave me a different perspective on when people say, oh, they're a deadbeat mom, a deadbeat dad, because I I honestly felt a lot of sympathy for this guy. And his story was, and I, I don't know who the user was or anything. I'm just going off the top of my head here. This guy and this girl were dating. He was, I think, 19 in college. I think he said he was like a freshman in college, a sophomore. It was very early on. And him and this girl weren't even dating that long, like a few months. Um, So again, accidents happen. There are situations where, you know, you get pregnant and you don't know what to do. He got this girl pregnant and he knew that he never wanted to have kids. And they probably never had that conversation until then because they weren't even dating for that long and it wasn't that serious. Um, But he knew in his whole being that being a dad was not for him. He did not want to be a father, didn't want to be included in that. And, you know, his first thing that he told her was exactly that. And she didn't know what she was going to do because she was kind of freaking out, whatever. And she said she was going to talk to her parents about it because she was also only 18 at the time. And I'm pretty sure she was talking to her parents because she had a good relationship with them, still lived with them, yada, 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 whatever. So she came back with her parents to this guy's like, like college apartment. And basically the parents were telling him like, no. She's having this baby. There is no other option. And it, you're going to raise it. You guys are going to raise it. Not that they were forcing them to get married, but they were against adoption for some odd reason. And the guy had mentioned in, in his post that the girl's parents was in, they were in like some weird religious cult or something like that. I don't know all the nitty gritty details, but he thought it was very odd that they were so pro on them having the the baby together and that they were going to raise it together and be involved somehow like adoption was like out of the picture even if she went with you know through the pregnancy gave birth adoption was just like not allowed in their religion which I don't even know what religion that would be again I don't really have the facts but he stood true to his own desires and knew that that wasn't the life he wanted. And he essentially felt bad. So he did try to stick with her for a little bit longer. But after a few months, he broke up with her because he just couldn't see himself going through with that, especially since it was against what he wanted for his life. And 
why I say it kind of changed my perspective on when people say deadbeat dads and stuff like that, because I don't think that he, one, I don't think it was right for the parents to basically make the decision for the both of them. But if that's not what he wanted for himself, I don't think he should be forced into that situation, nor should anybody. And he broke it off and, you know, talked with the girl. And then when the baby was actually born a little bit later, like she took her and her parents, again, so involved, took him to court to be like, you are going to help raise this kid. But he was like, no, you can have all the legal rights, all custody. Like, I'm not I'm not doing that. And he still pays child support to this day. And he's in his late 20s, I think. But the point he was trying to make is he sends child support. He helps her financially, but he is not at all involved in this child's life. He still helps her with, you know, his schooling, clothes, food, whatever. But he doesn't try to get involved in that baby's life or in that child's life. He doesn't say, okay, I'm going to have the kid for the weekend or can I go see him or whatever, because he still does not want to be a father. And even though he's that kid's biological father, he's supporting him financially. But that doesn't mean he has to get involved personally. And he was mentioning how he has a really hard time going back to his hometown to visit family because he comes from a really small town. And there are a lot of people that call him like a deadbeat father because he isn't involved, even though he is helping financially. And I just thought it was really interesting because again, nobody should be forced into that situation. And I brought that up since I talked about how parents felt like they were pressured by their partner is that if you know that's what you want, you shouldn't be persuaded otherwise. And seeing on TikTok, this lady went to her OBGYN to ask to get her tubes tied, as one does when you don't, you want to make it permanent and you don't want any kids. The doctor, not even a professional opinion, just an opinion was like, it's permanent. Like, you know, basically making another, another appointment just so you know that you're sure. But people like to do that when they when they say like, oh, you might change your mind or oh, you're you're so young. You're only 20, whatever years old. You might want one in five years. And if you're uh, on the fence about it, like maybe don't get your tube side, you know, in case you do want one. And, you know, you might end up regretting it if you change your mind. But if you're for sure on it and I think this lady already had three kids and she was like, I do not want another one. Like three is enough for me. I don't want any accidents to happen. Like, please, I want to get my tubes tied. I was reading the comments and apparently that's really common of OBGYNs. Like these people had a lot of same experience or a lot of similar experiences where they also had their doctor questioning them, which I think is one so messed up. But you shouldn't feel like you have to do something that you don't want to do. And I feel like that's the whole theme of today's episode is if you're really strong in your beliefs, no matter what it is, and if you obviously if it's harmful, maybe listen to the other people. But if you're not harming yourself and you're not harming anyone else by choosing your decision, then you shouldn't let people pressure you into thinking that you're making the wrong decision for yourself. And of course, if you ask opinions, you are going to get criticism of some sort and, you know, be aware of that. But I feel like it's so messed up for even partners to be like, 
well, I always wanted to be a mom. I always wanted to be a dad. Like you should do this for me or like, please change your mind or whatever it is, because it it's such a common thing. And it's so upsetting to read. Like all these people were like, yeah, I'm, I'm a mother of a four-year-old. And I'm just now realizing that I still never wanted to be a mom. Love the kid to death. But I never saw myself living this kind of lifestyle. And I don't know. I feel like it's something something to think about if your partner isn't being supportive of, of your decision. And for like the 20th time, ideal situation where you can plan for this stuff. But if you're in a serious relationship and you are like, no, ma'am, no, sir, I do not want to be a mom. I do not want to be a dad. And you're very strong about that. Don't let anyone persuade you otherwise, because no matter what, when you are persuaded another way, you're only doing it to make the other person happy. And at that point, you're just putting your happiness on the back burner because, you know, you you're a people pleaser and you want to please everyone around you. But to wrap this up so I don't go rambling on and on about why kids are sticky, icky and gross There is some sort of fulfillment that you might get when you do have kids, but on the flip side, there is a freedom that you will never be able to get if you do have kids. And I think that especially when there are like really young people wanting to have kids and, you know, are a little bit naive to the situation, I feel like when it comes to children, like it should be so well thought out if it's able to, because you don't want to like bring a kid also into this world. Now I'm, I'm going to sound like an antinatalist, but you don't want to bring a kid into this world knowing that you can't give them the best life you have to offer them. And, you know, I wouldn't want to be in this world if I knew I was going to suffer a lot more, you know. Um, but it's just something to think about. And if you are wanting to have kids, like, don't don't let me persuade you. Um, I just want people to know that there are other women out there that do not want to have kids and do not see themselves becoming a mom, a.k.a. me. So I'm with you. And I was just throwing some stories at you so you don't feel alone. And when you talk about family or when I talk about family, I will talking about me, my partner and my future dog. So um, that's all I have for you guys today. I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It definitely was a different topic than we've ever brought up. Um, But stay tuned for our full length podcast, which come out every other Tuesday. So we are a bi-weekly podcast when it comes to our full length episodes, but we do release mini pods every Thursday or we try to, sorry. Um, and that's pretty much it. I don't have an official outro for said mini pods, so I'm going to use the one I created for our full length one, which is good night, good morning, good evening, wherever you guys are. And I will see you guys in the next one. See ya. See ya.